Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. It's a special Darkest Timeline podcast. No, not because I've got a guest. Because it's the 150th episode of the Darkest Timeline podcast. That works out that if there was one a week, which there is, it's nearly three years. Can you believe that? Oh, one of these days I'll go back and listen to them. I mean, you know, not any time soon, but maybe. Before we get going, while I've got you, please do consider subscribing. Please do consider liking, sharing, commenting. And if you're feeling super generous, you could write a review. I've heard this thing recently about people leaving reviews. And I like the sound of it. So if you've got a little bit of time on your hands and you want to leave us a review, do that as well. Right then, let's find out what the 150th episode of the Darkest Timeline podcast sounds like. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Hello. Oh, there we go. How are you doing? You alright? How's your week going? I like to ask, you know. Hopefully you're having a good week. Um, yeah, you know, how was your weekend? All, all the usual sort of stuff. Um, bit of one of those this week. Bit of, bit of something, bit of nothing. Um, I'm, not, I'm not feeling... Hundred percent. Um, but if I had to say what percent, I couldn't tell you. Like there's points where I feel like sixty, and there's other points where it's like, well, maybe it's just ninety. But I also couldn't tell you what it is. Um, I started taking hay fever medication. Um, couple of weeks ago, maybe a bit longer, and I know from years and years and years and years of experience with um, having hay fever, taking the medication and stuff, that <clears throat> the first, I don't know what you'd call it, first sort of run through of the medication can make you feel um, unwell. Um, I, I say medication like I get it prescribed it's not even that it's just like a nasal spray at this point um, I had to give up taking tablets because um, I, 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 I thought that the tablets affected my IBS um, and I have terrible IBS for long periods of time through um, the summer and at one point I sort of put two and two together so I stopped using the tablets in the end um <clears throat> and i've been using the same nasal spray for years now uh it seems to do the job uh the only thing i need to do is remember to start taking it like it's weird because i need to start taking it like a month before i need it so that i can build it up but obviously you never think to take it before you need it um, and this is the first year where I've actually done it. Like, I need to start taking it a month early. No excuses, just do it, and then it's done. Um, and then in the last week, um, I've started feeling the effects of hay fever in general. So uh, I don't know if it's just that. Um my youngest, she's been complaining of feeling unwell. Um, but when you ask her, when you ask her, it's something different every time you ask her. And then one day over the last few days, she just her nose was just running and running and running all day. But it wasn't like that the day before. It wasn't like that the day after. Super weird. 
there's points in time where she complains the stomach hurts, points in time where she complains the back hurts, points in time where she was like, um, my head feels warm, I checked the temperature and stuff. Um, all of that. And then, today, final day, final afternoon. I uh, went for afternoon tea, which I'll come to in a bit. Um, she had something to eat then, got home, trying to eat tea, no, not really, are you sure? Um, oh, yeah, I'll have something, came to sit down to eat it, no, I don't want it, um, she'd been watching a film, so sometimes a bit distracted, just wants to watch the film, doesn't want to have to sit down for tea sort of thing, you really should eat something, you really should eat something, uh, went back to watch the film, Oh, I, I checked her temperature, and she, on one side, was showing that she had a temperature, on the other side, not. Which, how that's possible, I don't know. We go, we sit down, put the film back on, she's sat. Uh, I thought she was reacting to the film, like there was this big reveal, and she had a hand over her mouth. Um, but no. No, she had a hand over her mouth to try and stop herself from being sick. Um, which at the time worked. Um, went off upstairs, sick. Um, so I don't know what what is going on. She's not well. Um, I'm not well, but I can't tell you you know, what exactly it is, one minute my body feels achy, the next minute I've got a headache, like a crippling headache, the next minute I feel like I've got a cold, the next minute I feel like I've got a sore throat, and none of them seem to be at the same time, or consistent, or continual. Um, <clears throat> so, I don't know. But, not majorly important um i've been super tired uh but i'll get to that in a bit as well because that actually relates to something so i won't spoil you know i won't jump ahead um so let's uh right okay first two things that i've got to talk about can relate to each other whilst being completely different <clears throat> need to wet the whistle real quick oh some lovely water. Um, went into town on. Ooh, can't think what day it is. Um, went into town. Not something I regularly do. Almost to the point of not doing it at all. Um, <clears throat> bearing in mind that I work in town. Um, but that in itself is one of those. Um, so, went into town, and I had to go to, uh, well, like one, two, three, four sort of specific places for four different reasons, um, and it, it, that was it, go here, go there, go there, um, and... The route took me down one street, took me down another street, took me down another street. Um, some fairly major streets, others not so major but very central. Um, just, it was a walk through town. Um, something I've talked about a lot, um, not necessarily on the podcast, but just as a, as a thing that I do in general. Um, when I do go into town... I notice that there's a lot of closed shops, uh, a lot of empty buildings, a lot of boarded up shops. Uh, walk down one street and I was like, there is one place smack in the middle of this street that's, that actually looks operational. Uh, weirdly, wasn't open, uh, but it did have more of a 
restauranty vibe to it. So maybe it just operated at night. Um, everything else was shut. I was like, oh my word, and um, um, so I mentioned, I mentioned it to Leon. I was like, look at these shops. Look at, look at, look at the street. I was like, that one's shut, that's gone. Is that one still there? No, that's gone. What about this? What about that? Um, and I was just like, what? What do we suppose is the end game here? Is the end game that all the shops will shut eventually? Is it going to be one of those situations where we talk about how a lot of the shops were shut and then the bigger shops started closing because less and less people went into town because there was less and less shops to go to? Is it simply the case that online shopping will become that big that even the big retailers will just move to an online? Uh, I always I always used to say, you know, something's gone wrong when... Um, you know, it's a bad sign if a charity shop, a coffee shop, or a bookies is closed. Um, and if if you walk through town, um, you will find all of those um, closed. You know, I wonder how some of the bigger shops, some of the bigger, ch- you know, the chains, how they're going to survive if the things around them close. If the people who were going to go into town to go to X shop, but that's not there anymore. Um, One of those things, I'm going to say, you know, of the places that were closed, got to admit, not shops I would have gone in. Um, There is one shop that, when I go into town, I'm like, oh man, it proper sucks that that shop isn't there anymore. At the time it was closed and I was like, ah oh man, it's got a lot of sort of, kind of got a lot of history for me and things like that. Um, but I was genuinely sad to see the shop go. And every time I go into town, I'm like, oh, let's, oh, we, we can't. And that's the Disney store of all places. Um, our Disney store's gone been there now then I think I remember a time when it wasn't there and then I think I remember a time when it was coming and then you know I remember a time for you know I remember all of these years of it being there and it's it must be 20 years um and it's gone but, I will say, you know, a lot of these other shops, gone. But shops I wouldn't have gone in. So, maybe it's that. Um, I did feel quite bad, because as, as in my shopping trip, I was like, oh, well, there's going to be all this online shopping that's going to be putting all of these businesses out of business. Oh, man, I could have looked, looked online and saved myself a trip into town. Which, that in itself, it was just like self-perpetuating me kind of being like, can't believe all these shops are shut. Oh, but it's online shopping that's ruined this. Well, I could have looked online for what I wanted. So there you go, you know. I, I suppose that's... That's it, isn't it? That's the kind of thing we're talking about now. Um, so, like I say, went into town... Having said that I don't go into town, I've been into town the week before. I'm trying to think why. I was trying to think why, but then remembered that I'd gone to uh, the tattooist to take some money in. Um, so, went into town. Had a lovely time. Took my youngest. We went to some shops. We got some things. It was a great so um with it being easter holidays there's no no dancing so i was like oh um would you like to go into town would you like to go 
um, you know, get a cheese straw and a and a coffee. Oh yeah, I'd love to do that. Um, I've been having this thing recently. Um, she doesn't like having a hairbrush. She goes ballistic having a hairbrush. Um, it hurts. She she runs away. All of this. Um, so I said to her, I was like, I will, I will make you a deal. Um, I will buy you a Tangle Tease on the condition that you're never allowed to complain about having your hair brushed. You're not allowed to cry. You're not allowed to complain. You're not allowed to refuse. Um, so I will do that for you on the condition that you can't complain anymore. Uh, we shook hands on it and everything. So I'm like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll go into town. Um, and I was like, I said, um, oh, you know, do you want to, there was this whole situation about whether it was just going to be me, whether it was going to be um, Leanne as well. Uh, do you want to go into town, take uh so, yeah, yeah, let's go. So we go off into town. My youngest is awful. Um, being naughty. So in the middle of the street, screaming, refusing to go anywhere, refusing to do anything. All of this. I'm like, we came into town the week before, we had a lovely time. What? What's going on? What is this? Couldn't work it out, couldn't work out what was happening, didn't know what the deal was. I was just like, I don't know what's happening here. And then it dawned on me. And I was like, eh. And I said to her, I was like, are you annoyed? Because... Um, Coming into town with with just me is an opportunity to for us to spend time together, and we're you know we're not alone sort of thing. And she was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "That's that's my fault." And it was it was a proper one of those situations where I didn't I didn't register my child's value on spending time just us spending time just just uh just me and her i was like oh, you know, i'm sorry how about me and you spend some time together this afternoon we'll go out and we'll just be me and you um and i felt i felt like an an egypt because i was like why is it i can't work these things out beforehand why is it only Afterwards, when I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why are you being this way? What, What's the problem? And then being like, oh, maybe it's this. <sighs> so, yeah. Um, that was earlier in the week. It was kind of in preparation for this weekend. Now, this weekend, Easter weekend... Good Friday, whatever the Saturday is called, Easter Sunday, Bank Holiday Monday, which it is today. Um, so, great, free time off work, get the weekend, get the two days out of the side, everybody's happy. But, to add to this, Lamb was going away. Unheard of. Trying to piece it together could could possibly be the first time. So, sort of psyching myself up for it. Then my mind starts like throwing out these random thoughts, like, uh, "Oh, the the child will need feeding. You know, they'll you know she'll need some lunch." You'll need tea. Do you know how to do that? And then I'm like, I, I, 
I don't know. What does she eat? What does she eat? What does she have on her lunchtime? What does she have for tea? Uh. And then there was like all these jobs. It's like, uh, you know, some point she'll need to go in the bath or the shower and she'll need like put into bed. And, and my brain was just throwing all these things. And then so far through the process, I was like, you do a, you do this stuff all the time. What's the problem? Like, oh yeah. So, Leon was going away Friday. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, full days, basically. So, uh, we took Leon, dropped her off um, at her dad's, so that she could go away from there. Um, and we carried on over to see my sister and my brother-in-law, um, nephew, the dog, uh, which was nice, good to see them, good to catch up, um, I took my dog, which is always an absolute joy, um, spent all day saying to him that he'd done quite well and he'd been quite well behaved. Um, and then he decided that he was going to try and uh, steal a treat. I gave them both a treat. I gave both dogs a treat. He ate his and then he tried to steal the treat. He did steal the treat from my sister's dog. I was like, that's not that's not fair. That's not allowed. So I gave my sister's dog another treat. Um, and my dog's response to that was, oh, you want me to get annoyed and we on a cushion, do you? Cool. So, things like that. I'm pretty sure he's weed in their house every time we've been. Um, so that. Uh, I was like, right, we'll drive. Drive back home. Um, but then we had these, like, these two full days. Um, so... <laughs> I'll skip a blow-by-blow blow of the things that we did. We took the dog to the dog field. Uh, we watched movies, stuff like that. Um, as well as my mind playing tricks on me, thinking that I can't, you know, look after the child that I always look after. Not, you know, not all the time, but, you know, I, I am capable of looking after the child. Um... <laughs> The first night, the first night, flicking through uh, the TV to find uh, something to watch, ended up ended up on Netflix, and Netflix decided to play a clip of a film that was obviously some kind of like psychological horror movie, <laughs> and my brain went, hey, "I've got a great idea." Let's latch on to that and start proper playing tricks on you. I was like, don't do that. So, every night, <laughs> every day was fine. Every day went you know, reasonably smoothly for the majority. Every night, put my youngest to bed, get some tea, sit down with the dog. And my brain would go, what if there's monsters in the house? Now, obviously, I don't mean like, you know, Monsters, Inc. kind of stuff. I mean, like, you know, the the kind of supernatural sort of stuff. And I'm like, stop it. You're just being silly. Um, But, you know, I'm, I'm up in the bathroom brushing my teeth like, what's that behind me? And then I'm like... Uh, you know, did did I lock all the doors and all the windows and, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> While simultaneously knowing it's ridiculous, it's a ridiculous sort of thing. I'm also like, huh, what's that? Um, did give me the opportunity to uh, put together a couple of uh, horror movies in, in my head. That was, uh, that was fun. Um... But hey, you know, on the flip side, could be quite a lucrative deal if we can get a couple of horror movies off the ground. Um, but yeah, it was just like, what? Well, what is this? It's like oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go in the bedroom, 
going to get into bed. I'm going to turn all the lights off and then lie there going, what's that? What was that? What was that noise? What's that? That and the added fact that uh, one of the cats decided, is it four o'clock in the morning? Um, yeah. I'm just going to go and kick the shit out of the other cat. That's cool, isn't it? Be about 20 minutes, half an hour. That good with you? Um, so, yeah. So, as I was saying before, went for afternoon tea today. Yes, indeed. Your your hearing is not playing tricks on you. Uh, afternoon tea. Now, this is a very long story. And it goes a little something like this. Um, Leanne had booked for me, her, my youngest, and her mum to go for afternoon tea for Mother's Day. Uh, unfortunately, a, a little thing called a virus got in the way. When she looked into it, it was very, uh, it was very much a situation where it was uh, pay for the whole thing up front, <laughs> which wasn't cheap, of course. Uh, no refunds inside of a month sort of situation. Well, obviously, you don't know. You're going to catch a, a virus, um, you know, that sort of thing. So I'm like, look, there is no way you are losing that much money. You know, if there was like pay a £5 deposit, you'd be like, it's a fiver, but, you know, not much you can do. But when it's a lot of money, it's like you're not losing that money. Like, Here's what you do. Phone them and say, obviously, you understand they don't do refunds, but they are, you know, they have to understand that there's nothing we can do about the fact that we can't go. So, is there a possibility of moving it? And and then began the saga of moving afternoon tea. So I was like, oh, can we do it this week? Can we do it this week? All this. Got it booked. Um, Leanne spoke to her mum, and I think her mum couldn't do the point in time that she'd booked it, so moved it again. And thus, it was today. So there was this whole thing about, um, oh, don't forget afternoon tea on Monday. Don't forget afternoon tea on Monday. Okay, I won't forget. Gets to today. Right, afternoon tea. So I'm, like, working out this afternoon. I come in from... Um, being out working out, and I was like, I just realized if we're going for afternoon tea, I'm like, oh, I'll just go and put jeans and a t shirt on, but I should probably be dressing up. And I was like, oh, I won't worry about it. Like, okay, so I found you know a half decent t shirt to put on, and away we go. I was like, where is it we're going? So uh, we went to the marina for afternoon tea. I knew that I was underdressed. As I pulled in to the marina. And a white Lamborghini was pulling out. Now then, I meant to look this up before. And as I've said the last few weeks. I think it's I think it's a hurricane. Hmm. Is it? This one didn't have a. Uh, this one didn't have a roof. I want to have a roof. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that says it's a hurricane spider, but that's definitely it there. So yeah, I knew I was. Uh, I knew I was underdressed when I, as I'm pulling in. There's a, a Lamborghini, a white Lamborghini hurricane uh, pulling out, uh, and then as I'm parking. Like a vintage car parks opposite. I was like, 
shit. Um, so we went and we sort of queued a bit. It's like, oh, have you got a booking? Yes, we've got a booking. We've got a booking for this time. Okay, coming in sort of thing. I'm like, Ugh. and we walk into the place, and I'm just like, I've I've proper messed up here. I should have I should have at least put a shirt on. But it was the weird, <laughs> it was the weirdest place because thirty to forty percent of the people there, you like. I imagine that you arrived in, you know, a Range Rover. I imagine your bank balance is probably in the six to seven figures area. And I imagine that you probably don't work. And you this is where you come for lunch. A lot. Frequently, some might say. Um, then, you know, <laughs> 30, 30 to 40% of the people were just like, normal people just people who had gone to a place for something to eat or a drink or like us afternoon tea and then (laughs) there was like another sort of 30 percent of people that were like oh you're in your you're in your tracksuit you look like you've just come from the gym there was a lot of people that looked like they'd just come from the gym. I was like, I don't know where the, the, the nearest gym to here is, but I don't think there's one around. And like, obviously, it's the marina, so there's like boats everywhere, like I say, expensive cars as you turn up. But I don't think I've ever been anywhere that had such a mix of people. It was the weirdest thing. I like... I can't, I can't get real in this place. It was a very nice place. Um, staff were good. Staff were nice, friendly. Got seated, got seen. Um, they pretty much catered to whatever we, you know, whatever we sort of, you know, things like this. You've got like, oh, we've got afternoon tea, but can we get, you know, more drinks and uh, that sort of stuff. Um, I had an amazing drink. I read this thing and I was like, oh my word. It was a black salted caramel coffee, but it was an iced coffee. It was delicious. I might try and make one. Um, so then they're like, oh, you know, afternoon tea, here you go. Uh, a couple of vegetarian jobs, uh, one, one meat eater. And they went through what the food was. It's like, this is this, this is that, this is the other. A couple of, like, little bits of bread with, like, one had hummus on, one had, like, cheese savoury on, um, vegetarian sausage roll, quiche, um, that might have been it. All delicious. And then uh, on, on the next level, the, well, when you get into the cakes, there was like a, was like a compote, a uh, cake pop, brownie, a biscuit, a macaroon. Um, and it was all delicious, absolutely. Every single one of those things tasted different to the last, but tasted amazing. It was really nice food. It was really good. Mainly, I'm going into a conversation, though. I was saying... For some reason, couldn't quite, like, sort of, couldn't put your finger on it, but it felt like the sweet to savoury ratio was a little bit off. Like, (laughs) so I didn't say anything at the time, but the sweet stuff was really sweet. It, It was, I couldn't explain it, but it was like they'd gone, here, we've made this thing. And, it, and it's fine as it is, but what we want to do is add, like, 40% more sugar. You know when you eat something that's got so much sugar in, you get that tingle of the back of your neck and into the back of their head. Um, I kept, I kept getting that, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat this brownie. Oh, I'm going to eat a scone, or oh, whatever. But I was just like, at one point, I just thought I was slipping into a sugar coma. Like, what the hell's going on? Like I was saying, I've been, I've been feeling super tired um, today. One part, I was like, I think I need to go and lie down. Um, but it 
it got that bad that I got a headache. And I was like, I think I've got a headache from all the sugar. And I was just like, I feel... Uh, it was very filling. Uh, it was beautiful food, lovely food, but I felt a bit weird after <laughs> after it. And and the the other thing was, I hadn't eaten anything else today, so I ate that, and I shared a lot of mine with the youngest because we only had three afternoon teas, and there was four of us, and I shared a lot of mine, <laughs> a lot of mine with my daughter. I was like. I need to go for a lie down. And then they brought a coffee. I was like, oh my God, thank you. So, strange place. A little strange. Very nice. The place was very nice. The food was amazing. It was a little pricey. But it, in some ways, was kind of right. Because you'd probably say the food was a little bit more, sort of, a little bit more gourmet. Than just, you know, a cream tea sort of thing. I would highly recommend checking it out. Um, possibly just for the randomness of the whole place. Another one. Another thing. The music. The music they were playing was random. As random as the place itself. One minute they were playing something that was like... A bit rocky, sort of. And then, like, they're playing, like, a classic. Then they're playing a song that's a bit of a remix of something. As I pick a freaking lane. But that that seemed to be, like, the whole place, in a nutshell. I don't think that, I don't think the place itself could pick a lane. Very interesting time. It was a nice time. Um... This is one of those situations where I've got some stuff, uh, some like entertainment stuff to talk about, but I have to be vague about some of it. I'll, I'll, I'll cover that. Um, been hitting the stand up hard. Uh, um, I, I, I will admit, I've been, I've been trying, um, trying new things. It's not going well. However, um, there's a guy called Andrew Schultz. Uh, through the pandemic. Uh, he sort of made a bit of a name for himself by doing these like super sh- like like sort of five minute almost like five minute specials. Um, they were all over social media. Um, he talks quite fast. He's quite political and he's quite funny. Put all those things together makes for a good like five minute video, an entertaining time. I noticed at one point that on Netflix uh, he had what I thought was a special. Which it basically was, but it was split into four episodes. I didn't realise that. But each episode was like 20 minutes long. Um, he talks very fast, talks, uh, like I say, quite politically, talking about like uh, the election, um, the virus, uh, so on and so forth, uh, with the aid of uh, like a visual aid, which is like pictures appear off to the side of where he's sitting. Um, and a, a running joke is he'll say something uh, and they'll put up a picture of something mm, political in, in, in a variety of different ways and he'll be like, oh no, not that one, I didn't mean that one sort of thing. Um, it was very good, it was very enjoyable. Um, it was nice for the fact that it was something new that was good and enjoyable. Um, like I say, unfortunately for me, as a fan of the stand-up, it is few and far between, unfortunately. Um, so I would recommend, if that's your sort of thing, if you like comedy, if you like um, political comedy, um, then that's maybe something. Like I say, even if you split it down into watching it per episode, they're less than 20 minutes long. So, you know, there's that option there. Um, as far as movies are concerned, um, I've got two movies on the go at the, at the moment. Uh, both of them I've seen before. Um, at this point in time, what I'll say is I finished the original Star Wars trilogy. However, I can't really talk about it for a few reasons. 
Um, I've kind of wrangled a couple of people into potentially talking about um, Star Wars as a <clears throat> as a subject. Uh, there might actually be a podcast that comes off of the back of uh, this. The and the other thing is, I don't really start one. Let's try that one again. I don't really want to start talking about it when um, I haven't watched the others, which might give you a clue as to one of the films that I've got going at the moment. Um, I know I've previously spoken at length about a couple of the others, um, mainly Solo and uh, Rogue One, but I, rightly or wrongly, I feel that they sit a little bit outside of the Star Wars films. To the point that I was like, I mean, there's nine of these films. And then I had to correct myself to say that there's actually 11 of these films. <coughs> the other film that I watched this week is a film I've seen before and is a film I've talked about. So I'm going to do my usual, talk about it from the perspective of watching it for a, for a second time. I watched The King of Staten Island. Anybody who's listened for a long time, remember, I was quite hyped to see this film. And uh, recently, I'm pretty sure it's available to watch for free on both Netflix and Amazon Prime. If you haven't seen it, I can't recommend this film enough. Got one of my favourite comedians, Bill Burr, in it, in a... uh, I don't know what you call it when it's not when you're not the main character, but you're like the the next tier down. Um, so he plays one of the main characters, um, Pete Davidson, Saturday Night Live, Fame, um, Marissa Tomei, Steve Buscemi, and a load of other people. Um, it's a Judd Apatow film and it's got Judd Apatow's daughter in it she's very good um, as I say it's a film I've reviewed before but I've watched it for a, for a second time through and what I can say is it, it's fantastic it's a really good really enjoyable film um couple of points in time in the film where maybe a little bit emotional um, film full of comedians you know it's going to have its, its funny points um, probably touches probably hits home probably a little close to the bone uh, for me it's a story about a, a guy who's as he himself says throughout the film, not got his shit together, and then is forced into a situation where basically it's like a sink or swim, and he has to get his shit together. Um, you know, I can't imagine why this film speaks to me at all. Um, super enjoyable, super good fun. Um, if you know, if you're into stand-up comedians doing films, maybe try it out. Um, I can't, like I say, I can't recommend it enough. I was really glad I watched it again. It was at a point in time when I needed something to kind of get my teeth into, but so I could sort of sit back, relax, and enjoy. And that, it, it ticked all of the boxes for what I was looking for. Um, so there we go. Computer game-wise, now then, there's been a development. Small, admittedly, but here we go. Uh, recently I received an email uh, saying, hey, here's a load of VR games that you need in your collection, and we're going to give them to you for cheap. And I went, yes, but I'm not really playing VR at the moment, and by not really, I mean not at all. But I do want to get back into it, and I've been, I've, I've really been getting that itch, not the one that needs topical cream, I mean the itch to play VR recently. As I've said, I think it was last week maybe, I really want to play the um, the Vader Star Wars VR games. Um, I wonder why. And this email came and it was like, you need these games. And I was like, yes, 
yes, I do. Talking to Leanne about it, she was like, maybe it's a sign. Maybe it's a sign that you should get the games and get, you know, get back into it. As I keep saying, I'm not actively not playing it. I'm not playing it because I got injured the last time I played it. Not in the way people would think. I got kicked in the balls by the dog and I wasn't expecting it. Um, kind of puts you off. So we are creeping ever forward, ever closer to VR. Now then, this came to a bit of a head recently when um, I was like, oh, I'll grab the VR. I was like, ah, it'll need charging. Ah, the batteries will need changing. Ah, I can't get to the plug because it's behind a thing. Um, there's a lot of changes going to be happening um, in the next um, two, three, four months and beyond. The house is going through X amount of changes at the moment and beyond. Uh, myself and uh, myself and Tom had to move a load of flagstone, and I had to move a load of sacks of stuff for um, some of the work that's getting done. Um, and because of that, the room where the plug for the VR is, uh, the plug is blocked by stuff. So I'm going to have to sort of work my way around the stuff. Um, so that was just a little small update with what's going on with the VR so that we know that we haven't forgotten about it. However, computer game-wise, um, I'm still just playing Horizon. Basically got to the end of it. I've got one of those those missions where it's like, oh, um, do you want to sort of, you know, finish the game? Well, go and grab all of your companions and let's get, get after it. And I went, I don't... <sighs> I don't want to finish the game because then what would I be playing if I wasn't playing this even though I've not been speaking overly highly of this game um, I haven't done a single side mission at this point so here's an idea let's go and do all the side missions and that's basically what I've been doing for it kind of feels like a couple of weeks did I say this last week that I'd started on the side missions jeez um, it's going about as well as you would expect it's a game that, if I'm honest, one of its directives seems to be just to waste your time. But then isn't that all computer games? Um, I skip all talking now. I've even got to the point where I skip cutscenes because I know that it's not the main story and I don't care. Um, some of the stuff that's come up recently, games got glitchy. Um, something that I've experienced before um, with games where right at the back end it's like they've put less time and effort into the game the game starts getting twitchy towards the back end I've had it before and I'm experiencing it with this a um, couple of things I've written down um, something I've realised recently is the camera angles like if you get into a fight with like a monster or like a person, often the camera will be like, oh, do you need to not be able to see what's going on? Let me get right on that for you. And you're like, it'd be super useful if I could see right now. Camera's like, nah, mate. Nah, that's not what we're about here. Um, every now and then, fine. Every single time, not, not fun. Um, something I've noticed as well is um, the game can't get its lighting right. Um, as a game, when it's dark, it's really dark. So if you're in a building and it's dark outside and you've got to go underwater, which happened yesterday, you can't see anything. And it's not like you get like a torch or anything. No, that would be too easy. You just have to fumble around in the dark. Um, something else to go in, hand in hand with the terrible sort of the, the, the poor choice with the camera. Um, there can often be a situation where there's just too much going on. Like you get attacked by one, um, I was about to say monster, one um, 
robot animal. And then another one's attacking you. And then a smaller one's attacking you. And then something else is going on. And it's just like, I don't know what's going on. Because also I can't see what's going on. Um, I feel very much like if I finish this game tomorrow, I wouldn't have a lot of positive things to say about it. Which amazes me. Because I spoke so highly of the first one. Um... Every single person I speak to, I'm like, oh, I'm playing Horizon. They're like, isn't it just more of the same? And I think that's maybe the problem. I think it is just more of the same, but not very well executed, which makes it not very good. Um, let's put it this way. I can find so many things wrong with this game and not much right. Which was the complete opposite the first time around. The first game was the complete opposite. There was so much right with it. I couldn't find much wrong. Something that continues to baffle me about this game. The biggest thing is, you know, on, on, the, on the box, the character, Aloy, is holding a bow and arrow. Of all the weapons you get, in that game the bow and arrow is hands down the weakest weapon to the point that it's insulting how bad it is doesn't make any sense the first one bow and arrow was a serviceable weapon you could do damage to a robot you could you know you could survive with your bow and arrow in this the bow and arrow is an insult. And I know what you're thinking if you've played the game. Well, get a better one. Oh, I've got a better one. Well, then upgrade it. Oh, I've upgraded it. It's rubbish. <clears throat> As the way these things go, I will continue to play this game until the game doesn't want me to, or I finish it. It's as simple as that. There we go. That is the podcast. That is this one done. I'll catch you guys next time. So there you go, what do you think of that? Another one done, another week gone, another, you know, 150 episode gone. Thank you, if you're a long-time listener, for listening for 150 episodes or thereabouts. If you're a new listener, if it's your first episode, thanks for tuning in. Before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe, comment, review, all of that good stuff. You can get your podcasts anywhere these days. And we're on all the platforms now. So wherever you're getting it, please consider doing those things. Also, you can check out our website, which is thecookiecast.com. There you've got social media links and an email button. Get in touch with us. Let us know how you're getting on. And uh, hey, how about this? We'll get back to you. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.